Hello, my name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to King Worldwide. Today, we're going to talk about wealth mentality part two. Part Go ahead, two. dad. In the last broadcast, which is part one, and the uh, assignment number was K79, mm -hmm. we highlighted that God has given us an unlimited supply of everything we would ever need or want. That's mm -hmm. 2 Peter 1 3. Now, how do we transfer spiritual things from heaven's warehouse? Okay, let's listen to what Paul said in Romans 8.32. Thank you. This is from God's Word translation. God didn't spare his own son, but handed him over to death for all of us. So he will also give us everything along with him. He will give everything along with him. Mm -hmm. Now, Here's 1 Corinthians 2.12. Oh, right away. This is from NLT. <clears throat> and we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit, so we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. So we have God's spirit, and God's spirit supersedes the world's spirit. Okay? And again, in 1 Corinthians 3.21. This is also <clears throat> from NLT. So don't boast about following a particular human leader, for everything belongs to you, which is why we always say the Holy Spirit through such and such. The Holy Spirit through such and such. Because it's the Holy Spirit who gets the glory. Through people. Right. Through people. And finally, through faith-filled words, we transfer spiritual things from heaven's warehouse. You can take, you can take uh, any example that you want. And uh, let, let's say, let's say we're talking about prosperity, financial prosperity. Thank you, Father. You, and you first you ask, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you would go ahead and release my hundredfold harvest off of the seed offerings that I've sowed into the kingdom of God. According to Mark. 1030. According, according to Mark 1030, which says, anyone that gives for Jesus' sake and spreading the gospel shall receive a hundredfold now in, the, in this time. And then what I do is that I believe that I receive it. I believe that I receive it. That's critical. I believe that I receive it. And since, in, and then in 1 John, I think it's 5, 14, 15, is that I thank you, Father, for hearing me. That's also in John, I think, 11. I thank you, Father, for hearing me. You always hear me when I speak in accordance with your word. Mm -hmm. And since I have, for example, let's say Philippians 4.19, my God supplies all my needs, desires, and wants according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Since I have spoken in accordance with your word, therefore, I believe that I have the petition that I presented to you. So what are you doing there? You are giving back to God what he's given us. That pleases him. You're giving him every word that he has given us. And you're calling it back to him. And you're talk, You're the speaking. The power is in God's word. Correct. It's in God's word. And speaking God's word is the same as Jesus spoke those words when he got them from the Father. It needs to be in the heart, though. You can't just read them and think. And the... Uh, so initially, I submit a petition, 
And then after that, I say, I believe that I receive it. And then after that, I thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the hundredfold harvest off of the seed offerings that I've sowed into the kingdom of God advance. And then from there, I just thank. I do not go back over right. it again. Right. I just thank because if I'm going over it again, I'm in doubt. Right. And so it's either done or not done. Right. And, and when you thank, you just keep thanking with the expectation that is going to go ahead and it's going to materialize. Romans 4, 17. Right, right. Okay. Now, so let's not forget what Paul wrote in Ephesians 1, 3, which is next. <clears throat> this is also from the New Living Translation. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. The anointed one and his anointing. So what is on earth now is peanuts compared to what God has laid up. He's already laid it up for us, like in layaway at a store, is what God has laid up for us in the spiritual dimension. So if God has given us an unlimited supply of everything we need or want, why are so many in the body of Christ still in lack and in debt. I want to say that again. Since God's given us everything for life and godliness, why is it that so many Christians, particularly the body of Christ, believers, why is it they're still in lack and in debt? And, 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 in debt? and here's the answer. Here's one of the answers. Hosea 4, 6, NLT. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Since you priests refuse to know me, I refuse to recognize you as my priests. Since you have forgotten the laws of your God, I will forget to bless your children. So, lack of knowledge. That's lack of knowing the, his the, ways. That's the cliff notes. The way he thinks, the way he operates. Right. And, and so, the lack of knowledge, that's not a legitimate excuse. Mm -mm. Because there's plenty of evidence as far as where the word is available and that's why that you hear it continuously uh, taught as far as to get into the Word. But I believe the most predominant answer in addition to lack of knowledge is what we choose to think. What we choose to think. Thinking shortage or lack will create shortage or lack. We all move in the direction of our most dominant thoughts. As this verse says so. Just the beginning of Proverbs 23, 7 in New King James Version. For as we, or as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So, the thought process, that's the beginning. And then, therefore, what we do with it will determine where we end up. Now, Correct. Therefore, what we think is what we eventually become. Or... What we believe is where we'll end up, or <laughs> our actions are direct results of our thoughts. Yeah, the, all those are very good, good, good. <clears throat> so let, let's summarize this. God has provided everything for us. That's been provided really before the foundation of the world. We've got a book on each one of us uh, up in the heavenly right. Uh, realm. All right, so he's provided everything. Why don't we have it? Lack of knowledge which Lisa talked from Hosea 4, 6, and wrong thinking. In Isaiah 55, it talks about is that our thoughts 
are lower than God's thoughts. So therefore, as we... Before we're born again, and, then we, we can yeah. get them. And, and then what we do in Romans 12, 2, we renew our mind. Yeah. We renew our mind and we get up to God's thoughts and that supersedes the world thoughts because the world thoughts are really under the control and jurisdiction of the devil, period. One has to make a conscious decision to understand that that's what they're doing. Because yeah. if you don't, you will be one will be inundated with the world's way of thinking, and most don't get it. They're doing their ministries the world's way, or their job, or raising their children, and it's, very, it's a very clear distinction, and it does yield victory. But let me say, in my opinion, because I went through it, that distinction is not recognized until one gets in the Word. And because when one is in the world and doing what everybody else does in the world, then therefore that's worldly thinking controlled by the, the adversary. Even if they're in the Word a little, it's oh, not enough. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's just, it's, one has to be in the Word in order to recognize the difference between God's way, yes, that's God's right. thoughts, and the world's way, and the world's thoughts. It's very different. Because the, 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 the power, when, when we renew our minds, then therefore we recognize that we have the authority and power, the same as what Jesus had. So therefore, we can, power, yeah. we can transfer, using the power, we can transfer things from the heavenly realm into here on earth, as we talk about in Our Father, and we do that by speaking God's Word. But if we're not in God's Word uh, enough to start to understand what God's the distinction, Word says, right. we aren't going to recognize the difference or the distinction. We're not going to. Right. And, and that's, that was the journey that I had, is that I kind of piddled. In, in the word a little bit. You this wouldn't have admitted ago. that though. You wouldn't have admitted that. No, because I thought I thought that I was doing more than what the people in the world were doing, which I was. But the people in the world, they were uh, they were they were like a group of pygmies. I mean they just they weren't very tall or didn't do much of anything. And and if I'm above them, then I'm just a taller pygmy. And and so therefore the, You're mixing the word with the world, and it does not work. You cannot mix it. It is separate and distinct, and then you go into the world with the full knowledge of the spirit realm. But that comes from time in the word. Time in the word. Eyes on the page. Time in the word is what's going to bring the revelation as to what God says because it's different than what we think here on earth and what we say. A good indicator is if, oh, well, I'm in the Word. A good indicator to know if you um, are at this level yet where you can see the distinction is if you don't see a distinction. That means there's not been enough Word because it's it's obvious. I don't know how else to say that. And, and the more, this is a big word for me, the more one meditates, the more one receives an invitation into the revelation of God's <laughs> word, which brings forth the manifestation. Correct. And and so that's the sequence as far as meditation, invitation, revelation, so good. and manifestation. That's a real good one. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's not even on the notes. I know. I like <laughs> it. That's because it's coming from the inside gusher coming out. Okay. Have a good day. Love you. Bye.